The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. I'm very defensive, usually, of living in West Virginia. Why don't you get out of there, people say. Um, but I appreciate the pastoral living. Is that what you'd um, call it? I, do, yes. I, I don't think Because live... of Justin's, Justin's rural lifestyle. Right, you don't live on or near a pasture. Yeah, it's more pastoral, though, in nature. That really bit me in the hinder this week, though, because my power went out for four days. For I, four solid days. So are we my, speaking to a ghost now? Because no. I would literally die. I would literally die. I, I think uh, I would probably gaslight myself because I would just sit there and go like, oh, man, power's out. I can't watch TV. That's fine. I'll just play video games. Oh, no. I used to think that this was uh, this was like a a regular occurrence. And then I told my boss, Chris, who lives in Philadelphia about this. And he said, my power went out once for 30 seconds during Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> like, well, okay, I guess that maybe it's not as common a problem. As here opposed is, to 110 where the mayor sneezes and the power goes out. Right. Here's the depths of my depravity. This is my lowest moment is I uh, I go to the house on Friday night, I guess it was, and the power is still out and it is fucking freezing. And I walk into the house, the power is out, the house is freezing, and there and the cats are in the house, and it's so, so cold in there. And I can't get the cats because they're too fast, and it's pitch black. So I can't, Well, like, hold on. Gra- CJ's not too fast. CJ I could have yes, grabbed. CJ. But what am I supposed to do? Take one of them, the one I like, and let the other one die? It seems mean. <laughs> so I, so I, uh, I'm like, fucking, I, I got to do something to help these cats. I, I don't know what I can do. It's like so that I'm, scene in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but in reverse. In reverse, right. So I wander around the house, and I'm like, wait a minute, I got a heater. And I'm like downstairs, rummaging through the basement, falling over the myself, and finally I get the heater. Uh, the, uh, I find it, and I like struggle to carry it upstairs, and I go, and I shit you not, I put it in the in the, uh, the ha- upstairs hallway, and I plug it in. You don't. <laughs> and then I just fucking stand there and stare at it for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, what have I done? This is literally what happens to me. So I, I do that. I'm like, well, cats are dead. Tough titties. I got to move on. With my life. <laughs> so I go out. Uh, I go out of the house to actually I was going to go back and retrieve Sydney. Um to help us get the cats. Uh, so I go out of the car and I see the na- our next door neighbor lugging a $700 generator 
into the house. And as he literally crosses the threshold of his house, the power comes back on with his generator. I'm like, wow, you did that because that is (laughs) something worse happened to somebody else than what just happened to me. You had this terrible scenario. So he, uh, he says, I can't believe it. You're welcome. I made that happen by buying this generator. I'm like, oh, thank God my cats are going to be okay. And he said, do you want to join us for a celebratory uh, uh, post-outage beer? I said, no, I th- thank you. I can't. I have food and a baby and a wife waiting for me back at my in-laws place. I have to go tell them the good news. And I see him literally <laughs> – I'm pulling away, right? I see him literally clink beer cans with his buddy who is helping him lug the generator. I see them literally clink beer cans and the power shuts <laughs> I thought you were going to say he clink beer cans with his new buddy, the generator, that he purchased. His new $700 electro friend. Oh, buddy. My, Chappie my. 2. Chappie, Chappie two. 2. Now I'm a generator. Um, did you... I talked... We were talking on the phone while you were preparing soup in a pot that you had positioned over a fireplace, like a some sort of, yeah. like some sort of caveman. Yeah, with it gas. was. It, you know what? It was the best. It was the best bad soup I had ever you had. You were making fucking goof, goofy movie high dad soup on your cigarette lighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not pleasant. It was not. It was not pleasant. I could. The that was the lowest of low. Plugging in an electric heater. I'm like, here, cats. <laughs> Boy, that must have been a, a jarring moment for the cats too. Like, this is the entity that is charged with keeping us from dying. This is our lot in life. <laughs> you think the cats are sitting there from the door going, "No, don't plug it in." Oh, what God. are you doing? Idiots out. Ah, Idiot. You know, come I, on. I, you know what I would have done to keep those kitties warm? What? I just snuggled them. Snuggle them. Well, one of Justin's cats is snuggle averse. I've never yeah. touched one of Justin's cats. I don't think anybody yeah. has. This has been kitty Speaking, talk. This has been kitty talk. We're talking about our little bitty kitties. Welcome to the little bitty kitty committee. I'm Justin McElroy. <laughs> I'm Justin Meowcaroy, and I love my kitty. I'm I'm Griffin McElroy, like a girl, like a growl, because my kitty's like a lion. I'm Travis McRoy. My workplace has become prank central. <laughs> <laughs> All the kitties getting in the mischief. Kitties getting in the milk where and mischief. Where'd all my sardines go? <laughs> My work and also come. all of my accounts. Oh God, they cleaned me out. <laughs> the cat liquidated me. Um, my my workplace has become prank central, and I just had co- my coffee spiked with a cup of salt. What the fuck? One sip, and I thought I was gonna vom on the spot. Yeah, because that's like what people do to make themselves vom. My knee jerk reaction is to go thermonuclear, but I'd like to keep my job. What is an appropriate and measured response? That's from Gmail. Christ. This is so hard because how do you target the responsible party? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, somebody probably claimed responsibility for this Ipecac goof that they did on Mm -hmm. you. Here's the thing. uh, There's one of two scenarios here. Scenario one is this is like you you work in a good times place, right? Where everybody's everybody's best friend. Like a good times place. 
Like a good times place. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Travis, is, like, Travis is suggesting like a like a fucking startup with four hundred trillion dollars to spare, and so everybody just plays ping pong. Otherwise, you'd be too busy doing goddamn work to start exactly. putting salt in other people's so, coffee. So everybody just like pals around all the time, and this is the kind of place where it's like, you know what? I just feel like not doing any work and just ordering pizzas today, right? So maybe it's that kind of place, and you don't fit in where people can just hang out and do whatever. <laughs> right and and be shut down in like nine months Work and like played foodie break today mm-hmm. yeah and that's your and you're the one who doesn't fit in right because everybody else is like a good time buddy and you're like oh guys can we focus up or scenario two this is a place of work this is a business where work gets done and like some fucking uh you know like uh, tom green over here some kind of prankster goofster is ruining it for everybody and then yeah. I think you go to the boss and you you narc. You just complain oh, so yeah, hard. Yeah. You got uh, you can't I always hated Jim Halpert on the office cuz it's like fucking do anything. You're you're being compensated. You know what the number one uh like piece of workplace theft is? It's time. And when time. and when you're mm. fucking goofing constantly and not yeah. hitting the hitting the books or those streets or the papers or whatever it is you hit in in whatever job he had it's been a while since i've seen the show but just like do some work dude how do you like sleep at night i mean he thinks he's so funny with his with his goofs and such but maybe if he committed to his job he would enjoy it more he would get more satisfaction out of it if he would just do his work and leave that poor dwight alone dwight's trying to do his work he's got some social you know issues maybe he doesn't like get along well with everybody and he's not your normal fellow so he should be tormented for that jim because he likes because he takes pleasure in his craft you fucking dick ed because he likes things like battlestar galactica and farming, so it's your job. So it's your Jim Halpert to, shit to just on that. terrorize Congratulations, him. Jim Halpert. You're Twitter, you piece of shit. You're a terrible person, Jim Halpert. You and Pam deserve each other. Yeah. In this economy, we have just fallen into a, a deep pit. Help me out, Griffin. I just don't put salt in people's coffee for starters because some people need that shit. Salt I, or coffee? Coffee. Some people. Uh, okay. What if you're on like a low sodium diet? Because your doctor you, puts like you drink on it and immediately have a heart attack. Hey, yeah, cool. Attempted murder. You piece of shit. This is why Here's, I can't work in an office anymore because people are constantly trying to fucking kill you just to get a laugh off. I think the best response is to wait till that person is drinking their coffee and then walk up, take the coffee out of their hands, and smash it against the wall. Mm-hmm. And how's that? Prank? This is what you did to me. And just saying, like, literally, and then just say it. like. Prank. Mm-hmm. I pranked you. You've been pranked. I would say that if your natural response is to go like way over the top thermonuclear, you shouldn't. Try you that shouldn't. word again. Thermonuclear. You shouldn't respond at all. Like, because I don't think you have a good gauge. And you know, the, the fastest way to not like to to not get pranked again in the future is to have zero reaction to the thing that happened. Mm. You take a sip of the coffee, you almost Vince bomb, and then you just go like, no, and then you just pour it up. (laughs) I liked it. I approve. And then you just like walk over, you quietly dump it out, you Mm. refill your coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, Listen, I have an actual good, I have an actual good response to this. Get in league with your boss and don't go into work on, on on an upcoming day, maybe just tomorrow, whenever you listen to this tomorrow. And then when the person who salted your coffee asks, say that, that well, uh, Richard quit because 
people were so mean with Ooh, their pranks. Their or even better, he had to stay home sick with salt poisoning. He had salt oh, poisoning. Shit. Hey, um, House of Cards season four sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah. Yes. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Game Recognize the Game. Rachel Sperling, thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user that guy who asks, "How do I give up rapping?" <laughs> At one point, um. it just consumed my life, and I'm tired of sinning. I look back, and my old recordings sound very. Evil I wait. Hold on, scary. one more time. Re- first sentence again. At one point, it just consumed my life, and I'm tired of sinning. Okay. I look back and my old recordings sound very evil and scary. Boo. Every time I quit, I get drawn back in. How do I stop this addiction? Man, if you can figure it out. Sincerely, Dr. Dre. (laughs) I just want to do my headphone thing. Uh Uh-huh. I wish I I could quit this this speaking. People keep wanting detox. They say, please drop detox, Dre. And I say, I can't. It's evil and sinning, and I can't go back to those rapping ways. Uh, I I just listened back to it, and I'm like, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Can you quit, or can you do, like, a, a fucking Will Smith brand shift? Where it's just okay. like, uh, I only rap about things that make people feel good, and no swears, no sin. I don't think God listens to Will Smith. I mean, of course God listens to Will Smith. I don't think, just like in prayer, and also he has all of his albums, because they're really good, and we're all waiting for that new shit. Uh, that new <laughs> stuff. Sorry, I'm going to try and answer this question in the style of Will Smith. I'm going to just try and live my life a little bit closer. You're going to have to reference Miami a lot more. I'm going to have to just try and live my life a little bit closer to Will. And so go do the Will Smith thing. God listens to Will mm-hmm. Smith and is like, I like this guy's style. I like how he keeps it clean. And His big Willie style. It's funny because it's clean, but it's still so edgy. Because he has that son that's all about candy. And he's like, you sweet, good enough to eat. Make a fellow want to... TLC creep and it's like I love that reference I love candy and I love how you didn't just swear Will Smith so can we do like can you come come a little bit closer come with me take my hand we're gonna walk a little closer with you Will Smith there's three pairs of footprints in the sand one's me one's you one's Big Will and then every so often there's like a missed spot in the middle and that's where Big Will and God were swinging me Uh uh-huh and then there's some erratic two pairs of footsteps and then one of them disappears and then like and then 15 feet down the line there's just like a big like impact mark it's like the shape of a human and that's where uncle phil picked up dj jazzy jeff and (laughs) launched him like a human torpedo dj jesus jeff so um you could definitely do that i think griffin the point you're missing is not how to revamp his his rap, but how does one stop the thing that is so inherent, so intrinsic in your DNA that, like, you can't imagine not doing it anymore? You know what I mean? Like, I, we all have that thing where it's like, when I wake up, I'm eating and breathing cross-stitch, right? Like, how do I not cross-stitch anymore? It is, yeah. at this point, so identifiably me that when yeah. people think Travis, they think cross-stitch. Sure. Um, the, and to answer this actual question, if I could just, like, actually answer a question for once, the secret is to not rhyme when you're talking. That's the trick. Mm-hmm. You're going to do That's that the f- trick. once. You're going to so be like, like, if you catch yourself, uh-huh. like, let me welcome everybody to the wild, wild west estate that's untouchable, like Elliot Spitzer. Like, you just gotta, <laughs> yeah. If you see yourself about to rhyme, you just like turn the whole ship around. How Justin, would- you are so right because I was about to suggest just don't record it 
But then I've seen people rhyming, but not record, just walking down the street and rhyming. Is this and a thing I'm people, like, oh, this is an epidemic? Crazy. Is it, it's gonna be like, what happens, you know what happens to a dream deferred? It gets all, it gets all raisiny and fucked up. And that's the problem, is, is I feel like if you try and keep this inside, you can't, you can't purge this urge like a glass of surge. Do you know oh, what no. I mean? They oh, They got shit. him. Oh no, here I go. I've promised I would stop because I was a flop, but I'd chip it, chip it, chip, chip it, chip, chip, chop. <laughs> yeah. He's having a stroke. No, it was a joke. Get up telling on the show and a Elliot Spitzer. <laughs> um, right. Here's a rap tip from us to you. <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever get tired in the middle of a rap or sleepy or just can't think of words to say <laughs> say chip a chip chip that uh or and or elliot spitzer which is a magical word that rhymes with anything some would call it two words scientists have yet to agree on how many words elliot spitzer is um you can't give up rapping just i would say just try and walk a little closer with me will smith i've been will smith this whole time thank you all for listening to the podcast is it rude to show up to a themed birthday party not dressed in the requested attire? My friend is turning 30, and her husband is planning a surprise 90s-themed da- dance party. I don't have any frumpy high-waisted jeans, overalls, crop tops, high-top tennis shoes, or anything else remotely 90s, and I don't feel like rummaging through all the local thrift stores for these types of items. Uh, would I be as lame as the people who show up to Halloween party sans costume, or is this different and not as big as a social faux pas? Please help. That's from Lost My L.A. Gears in Georgia. Yes. Yeah, I, I just don't, like, <laughs> you know what? Like, I don't feel like it is not a is not a condition by which you get to not do, like, nobody feel nobody's woke up as like, I've got to dig out my hyper-colored t-shirts from storage. We do it because it's funny for other people. Like, nobody feels like doing unless, it. Unless. Tough nuggies. Unless. Unless. This friend is constantly trying to do themed parties. Yeah, and that is rude. That's the rude shit right there. If this is like, listen, he's turning 30, or she's turning 30, and like we, like our group of friends have like not done a theme party in years. Yeah. Then yeah, you have to go, you have to at least make an effort. But if it's like every other week, they're trying to do like a Quentin Tarantino themed party and we're going to watch shit. And now we're doing this and we'll do an Oscars party where everyone like, then it's like, okay, Man, you, you know ran what? out of ideas so quickly, Travis. Holy shit. I know. Famous magicians was the only other thing I had, <laughs> but they all wear the same shit. They I all know. look exactly the same, except for David. Everybody Blaine. wore, everybody wore a straight jacket. Did nobody like talk to each other before the, how are we supposed to pick up drinks? I think a good rule of thumb for anything like this is where you think, if okay, in your mind, flash forward to the party where everybody's dressed up and you walk in in just your regular clothes, and that's the rest of your night. You know what I mean? Where people were like, oh, you did. Oh, you didn't. Oh, why didn't you? And your only explanation is, I didn't feel like looking for the stuff where yeah. everybody else has done it. And, like, there's your host, like, looking at you like, oh, you chose not to participate. Like, when I think when you think about it in that context, in, like, the reality of the situation, it's pretty clear that you would feel rude 
because they asked you to do a thing and you might as well. It's like if somebody said, everybody bring a dish and, and you didn't. It's rude to have a theme party at all first. You should let somebody get that far out of their head. Their, like get that much out. Hey, we're having a theme part. That's rude. That's I, very rude of you to do. I think I, you can. You are right, Justin. Here's my suggestion. I used to mow the lawn at our house, and then I just started doing such a shitty job of it that Dad stopped asking me to mow the lawn, and I mm-hmm. gracefully bowed out. I think if you can show up to something to eat to each of these parties that technically fits the bill. But it's so wildly inaccurate and bad and wrong um, that they will just stop doing them entirely. I thought you meant 1890s. Or you show up dressed up as Sonic the Hedgehog. And they're like, what the fuck? And you're like, that would be fresh. That's a thing. That was a 90s thing. Right. But then they throw like a, like, come dressed up as your favorite food. And you show up. Like Sonic the Hedgehog, and you're oh, like, okay. I don't know. You could probably cook and eat a hedgehog. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know. Famous presidents. I. Hi. I'm Sonic T. Hedgehog. That's me. Our nation's 61st president. And you're like, what are you fucking talking about? And you're like, you can't prove that Sonic the Hedgehog won't be our nation's 61st president. Why don't you keep an open mind? And then they have a Oscars party. Everybody's black tie, and I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. Hello. And pretty soon you stop being invited to parties at all, and then you don't have to worry about it. Well, anymore. no, that's not the that's the thing. Then they have a Sonic the Theme Hedgehog party. <laughs> you show up as Judge Lance Ito. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Judge Lance Ito is part of the extended Sonic verse. He was in the mm-hmm. 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog game playing Doctor Robotnik. What I'm saying is Sonic the Hedgehog is just a great character. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Here's a Yahoo that was sent in by Ian Dunn. Thank you, Ian. It's by Yahoo Answers user Fairy Girl, who asks, What is the meaning of every tattoo Adam Levine has? What is How much the, time do you got? What is the meaning of every tattoo Adam Levine has? I know some of them, like the Roman numeral 10 and the 222. But mm-hmm. what about everything else? He's got the one that wards off evil. The rose piece is on his left shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. Right. He's got and the then he's got the mom on his left forearm. He's got mm-hmm. the ghost he's got the Ghostbusters logo over his left eyeball. He's right. got the Deathly Hallows around his nipple. Sure. He's got the fake beard mm-hmm. tattooed on his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right under the, the Ghostbusters logo. Um, right. On his other eye, he has uh, the Ghostbusters logo, but the two one where the ghost is putting up the peace sign. Oh, no, mm-hmm. wait, that's two, isn't it? He's got the tattoo on his butt where it looks like Slimer's coming out of his butt crack. His butt, yeah. He has a, lot of, he has a lot of Ghostbusters tattoos. I didn't put that together until just now. Yeah, well, it's good luck. This dude has such a, a broad assortment of of tattoos i i think he he uh adhered to the travis mcelroy school of uh, tattoo um themes um where it's just like a lot of different stuff mm-hmm. like for instance uh uh there's a paw print that says frankie girl as is for his golden retriever frankie um there's a script tattoo I'm, I'm reading an answer because somebody fucking busted out a bullet point here there's a tattoo written in either hindi or sanskrit on the left side of his chest, that has been hard to get a photo of, but it is believed to say I, Maroon Five. It's like there are there are goddamn Dead Sea Scrolls. There are apocryphal Adam tat- Adam tattoos. 
<laughs> and I would disagree just by Googling Adam Levine tattoos, but that has not been hard to get a picture of because there are, are bajillions of them. Uh, on the left side of Adam, Adam Levine's a fit dude. Yeah, dude, he's like ripped and his body's crazy. But he's got a tattoo on his left bicep that is an X, meaning 10, for the 10-year anniversary of Maroon 5. I got that exact same tattoo. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised I didn't see him there. You well, they were giving him away free at the tattoo parlor. Like, just come in and let us celebrate Maroon 5. So this motherfucker's in a band called Maroon 5. He's got a tattoo that it has 222. That's for the number on the door of the very first studio that Maroon 5 ever recorded in. He's got an X for the number 10 for the 10-year anniversary of Maroon 5. Nowhere on his fucking body does he have a goddamn 5 for the number in his goddamn number band. <laughs> hi, hi, my name is Matchbox 20. I'm from Matchbox 20. We've been going for 30 years, so I got a 30 tattooed on my body because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Travis, why are you sending me a link to Pinterest? Oh, good. An Adam's Inc. user guy from People Magazine. <laughs> now, this claims that the Sanskrit means austerity. <laughs> Does this mean austerity or Maroon 5? Mm. <laughs> That's the same thing. He's got a shark tattoo from facing his fear of them. Of sharks? Of look shark. At- no, of shark <laughs> tattoos. Hey, shark, you look- shark tattoos. Shark, you look at me straighten your dead black eyes like a doll's eyes because I'm going to get a tattoo of you but I promised myself I'd look at you for 30 seconds first <laughs> I made it 20 and you just gotta stay still well he got the tattoo from a shark <laughs> uh, Adam I noticed you keep looking at the door is everything okay no it's uh, fine it's fine yeah it's- you know it's pretty good <laughs> I'm not it's just getting harder and shark. harder to breathe. It's, it is getting harder oh, and harder to breathe. I've got a great idea for a song. <laughs> there is. I've got to go start a band so I can write it. Okay, listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. But then as he stumbles outside, he sees five maroon cars drive by, and he goes, Eureka! <laughs> there is another new piece in the collection of Adam Levine tattoos on the right side of his chest that is not yet revealed. <laughs> there are there's a teaser for him of 2016. There are photos that offer a little hint, but as of yet, there is no confirmation as to what is actually there. There is also a rumor of a new back piece that hasn't been revealed yet either. Do you know how? But, but Griffin, do you know how fucked it is? Of it, like, do you know what it says about Adam Levine that the fact that people can't see like his skin, all of his skin, all the time is the questionable thing like we have those things here in the regular world they're called clothes (laughs) and we wear them to cover our tattoos dude if i had a crazy blown out rip a dip body like adam levine if my shit was top of the class so so tight moves just like ridges jagger moves jagger bumps and ridges chitin chitin under the skin though to just give it a 14-pack fucking blissful, sweet, sweet pasture of man man flesh. Hey, I would never go. wear clothes anywhere ever again. Guys, can I ask you a real talk question? Just real talk for a second. What's wrong? Don't you think Adam Levine's probably super cool to hang out with? I bet he's probably yes. a super cool dude. I bet, I bet he's, he's so great. chill. I bet 
but it's not going to happen because I just yelled at him on the internet about it. I want. I haven't yelled at him. That's a high quality hang, man. All I want to do is spend the day with Adam Levine and Rob Thomas. Like that. If if I could tell sixteen year old Travis that thirty one year old Travis could make that happen for him, like that would just be the best. Can you get? Can you get? Can you get Adam Levine on the show as a guest, Bert? I, I try and stop me, Justin. Let's do. We couldn't get Scott Bakula, but maybe we can get Adam Levine. Adam Levine. We'll get him in the studio with the three of us at, at one point in the middle of the recording when he's doing an answer. Justin, you're going to sneak up behind him, and we're going to make eye contact, and I'll mouth one, two, three, go. You'll hit him with the chloroform, and then I'm going to tattoo a five on this fucker's body. <laughs> Uh, let's go. I'm going to fix Adam Levine. (laughs) Because right now, woman in America, right now, his shit is broken. Okay, now seriously, let's go. We got a really awesome new uh, advertiser to tell you all about this week. It's Slipshine which proudly publishes over 150 pages of fun, sex-positive adult comics every month. This week, Mabim Bam listeners can get a special offer. Slipshine.net slash Mabimbam. No first-time sign-up fee, and you get a 10% discount on six-month and yearly subscriptions. You can get f- access to fresh content monthly and 10 years of archives. Now, that's the th- stuff we legally have to say for this ad, but the thing is, you guys really, really you have to go. Need you to go to have this goddamn to go. Slipshine.net slash MBMBAM. Slipshine.net slash MBMBAM. This is not a test. Get to this There's goddamn... There's a special page. You're going to love it. There's a comic for all of us. Let's now, this is, this is not safe for work. This is a grown folks website for grown folks. This um, is for grown folks only, but you're going to love it. it all the comics are so positive, and it's so great, and everything is so great. This landing page this landing is page. so good. Um, yeah, you're in for a treat. Listen, again, seriously, though. Can't, like, this is horny stuff. <laughs> this is horny stuff, y'all. This is really horny stuff. If you got this, net- is, this is grade A horny material. If you got net nanny... She is going to throw down several flags over this over is this NSFW like TeenGoogle.com. Right. Well, no, TeenGoogle isn't necessarily. No, we've been getting a lot of tweets and emails from people that apparently TeenGoogle.com oh, yeah, gets Teen blocked by a, lot of, by a lot of net nanny-esque sites. Well, people can't because- check Teen Google at work. Nat Nanny has probably also listened to the show before, and she probably knows the foul <laughs> nature of our doings. Slipshine.net slash MBMBAM. Go right now. Uh, after you uh, 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 masturbate yeah. to that, to that, you'll be hungry. And uh, the good news is we got a great solution for you there, too. Wash uh, your hands between. Wash your hands before you grab your naturebox.com. After you <laughs> do it, do it. After you're done with your box, why not reach for a <laughs> naturebox.com? Well, uh, it's snacks on snacks on snacks on snacks. Uh, I also call my penis a box, so. Naturebox.com has something for everyone with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams trans fat, and no high fructose corn syrup. This is wholesome stuff. Uh, I got to tell you guys, I got a new nature box uh, in the mail. Uh, I have a new hot recommendation for you. It is the. Uh, Almond 
uh, biscotti bites, vanilla almond biscotti bites, or mm-hmm. lemon almond biscotti bites. That's what it is. Uh, delicious, delicious uh, snack that I can highly recommend. And it came in a trial box. You get five free snacks, a box of free snacks by going to naturebox.com slash my brother. This is really delicious stuff. You get a free trial box of snacks. There's no risk. Check it out. See if you like it. You will. And uh, you get a subscription. And then every month you can get whatever snacks you choose. Uh, maybe some Big Island Pineapple. Um, um, maybe some Pistachio Power Cluster. Is it possible to have the website pick snacks for you so yes. that when I open up that nature box, is I, I can like fucking play the Zelda music behind it? Like, is this what's gonna? What am I gonna have in here? And also, I don't want any of the snacks to have labels on them. I just want to have content that I can start eating. And no bags, just a loose box. Just a loose full box of snack bits of basically mystery. Uh, gorp. That and if, if the mailman could really just beat the shit out of the just box, that really would be great. Just really fucking wail on it. <laughs> maybe drag asking, it on the ground. A lot of people ask me what the Parmesan garlic pop pop sound like. So this is Oh, the- great. Really? Oh, God. Oh, nothing, I can hear- nothing makes good radio like listening to someone gum mm. on something. Hey, have you listened to Mabim Bam? You can really hear the insides of Justin McElroy's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Naturebox.com slash my brother. Um, I have a message, very special message, for Brian Lee. And it's from Amber, who says, Hi, Blee. I know we don't have an official anniversary date, so let's just say it's today. Thanks for seven years of being cute and great all the time. You are my shining golden treasure, and I hope I haven't spoiled this surprise by the time you hear it. I love you a whole bunch, Amb. Um, That's super great. I love that... Um, Amber probably wanted their anniversary date to be, eh, let's say, a month and a half to two months ago. No, we nailed this one. Oh, we nailed we this it? one. Yes. We okay. hit the window. She she asked for between March 8th and 14th, and yeah. we did it. First time, five years. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck the landing. Um, we have established a super precedent for the inaugural date of your love, and I'm happy that we could be a part of this and it is the second Monday of every March. Well, I don't think it's not, <laughs> it's not Hanukkah. It's not a federal holiday. Dave's not going to wander around. Got a message for Brian Miskell from Julian, Sanford, Kate, Katie, and Lilla. Happy birthday, the most truthful Shelmerdian ever to mm. grace the American stage. To a hunky boy and a MBMBAM aficionado, so dedicated he knows we're throwing big words in here just to hear Justin pronounce them. Sesquipedalian. Do it again. Keep doing it. This is the rest of the show. To an onstage critter more euphonious than a macaroni singing this vampire horse likes blood, you're going to go far, man. Well, there you go, you fucking sicko. You got your job. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Is this what you, <laughs> you want? You monsters. Um, oh, Justin, I could really just listen to... Uh, it would be like Grammar Girl starring Justin McElroy, except you don't fucking know anything. <laughs> Grammar goofus. <laughs> Kelsey Grammar Girl. Now, this is a My- different show. <laughs> this would be a different show from the show. This is just, just a girl who loves Kelsey Grammer. This is a girl who sounds like a lot like Kelsey Grammer, and it's just her reading the newspaper. <laughs> what about Kelsey girl? Kelsey Grammer girl fan cast. 
Okay. We're going down the rabbit hole a little bit, but this is a fan cast about Kelsey Grammer Girl. <laughs> this is dumb. The Muppet Show. World War II. The song I Knew You Were Waiting For Me by Aretha Franklin and George Michael. So many great things have come from the collaboration between the U.S. and the U.K. But never let us forget that at the heart of it all, our two nations are deadly rivals. Join me, Dave Holmes, for International Waters, a transatlantic panel game that pits comedians in London and comedians in Los Angeles against each other. It's like the Revolutionary War, but with, like, way more jokes about One Direction and cinema. Find it in iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. Dear brothers, I have recently developed a strange fear that when I'm in the shower the curtain with the curtain drawn, there's a deranged killer in the bathroom that's about to kill me. How am I able to overcome this strange phobia so I can once again shower in peace? Any help is appreciated, as I have been carrying a fear in the corner of my shower, peeking out every three seconds to make sure there's no knife-wielding maniac in my bathroom, and that's from Andrew. Here's the thing. Can I be honest? The reason I included this question, not only is it a good question, I went through this same thing. How did you okay, get out of it? How did you get out of it? It's the dorkiest shit, but I would put a song on the radio that was too happy to be murdered I was to. literally going to say, Travis, I was literally about to say, throw some fucking Beyonce yep. on your iPhone and just blast it because you're going to, first of all, you're going to love these tunes, I guarantee it. Um, second of all, you're going to feel too fucking strong. Like, you're going to yeah. feel like if a killer did break into your room and fucking partition is blasting and a driver walks in that room and, and pulls back the shower curtain and have, has a knife, you're like, I'm too fucking strong and way too fucking sexy to be killed in this shower right now. And then you're just dancing in his face. Or yeah. her face. Or her face. Whatever whatever this, this killer is that's going to try and kill you, you're going to be dancing around their flurry of stabs. And you're going to be so fucking strong and awesome while you do it. Honestly, that, really- that works for basically everything. It's basically why Beyonce is like a goddamn phenomenon. Is because- Everybody just wants to not get killed in their shower? Well, yep. no, I'm saying it applies to fucking everything. Like running across the interstate like that hilarious <laughs> Bowfinger movie. You put some fucking Beyonce on, the cars will just sort of fly around you because you're too strong to be killed. That nobody has ever died while listening to a Beyonce song because you're too strong and sexy and fucking powerful and awesome. I have a better idea than your ideas. Okay. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Bring a knife into the shower. Oh. Never gonna see that coming. He pulls back the curtain like, rant, rant, and you're like, rant, rant yourself, motherfucker, and stab <laughs> him right in the eye. Oh, oh, okay. Let me one-up that, You thought juice. the psycho was out there? Surprise, the psycho's in here with the Irish spring on him. <laughs> Let me one-up that, Justin. Oh, You're gonna do that's a full on the name of this fucking podcast, right? <laughs> a full on Home Alone clown in the shower. Oh, what's fuck. that? You're in the closet. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> you jump out of the closet to stab him. What the fuck? He's a clown balloon. What's that on the ceiling? <laughs> Daniel, why do you smell so bad? I have a shower in three months, <laughs> but I'm alive. <laughs> Good news, though. My clown's clean and my conscience is clear. <laughs> Is clean. Now all you single ladies, come dance with Stinky ladies. Dude. I don't need the Beyonce to, to keep me sane anymore. I use the Beyonce to get me pumped up to kill somebody. <laughs> Should they come into my shower to stab me? As long as they aren't a clown balloon and they are perched on the ceiling. Oh no, shit, that's a second clown balloon. They double balloon. The me. floor is a mirror. The floor the is whole a, time. a mirror. They are the house and then they eat me. Monster house. The house. The house was a metaphor for my childhood. Wait, 
wait a second, this is all a dream. But it's not. The killer's inside my dream. I'm John Cusack. Then all of a sudden, the house is floating. Look up, balloons, you're in up. <laughs> As you move, you're trapped in the television, clicking through with your magical remote. Sorry, Pleasantville? No, that was more of, I think it was, uh, no, it wasn't Mom and Dad Save the Universe. Uh, I think you definitely meant Pleasantville. Channel up, next channel, change channel. Channel changes? Channel changes. Do you guys want a Yahoo? <laughs> yeah. This Yahoo was sent in by John Williams. Thank you, John Williams. It's by Yahoo Answers user Easton, who asks, What are some sexy foods besides hot dogs, pickles, etc.? Of. Totes of. For example, a hot dog, a pickle. <laughs> well, um, You just said that, so you're kind of being a little redundant. For example, a hot dog, a pickle, a melon. Mm. Those can all be used as another meaning. What are some other foods than can be used that way? Wait, wait, wait. wait this is posted wait. in Men's Health. BTS. Wait, wait, wait. I Okay. I thought this question asker was saying not hot dogs and pickles because of their inherently phallic nature. But That's if they're trying sexy. to suggest, if they're trying to suggest that saying like, I want to be all over your hot dog is yeah. in any way sexual, a, they're the worst. A, a, a. Let me see that melon. The my what? Your your honeydew. My huh? I like your melons. I gotta go. I have Ugh. to leave. I'm having a pickle problem. <laughs> I'm just gonna name foods. All right, all right. Okay. And you guys tell me. Gut instinct. Okay. Don't think about it. Okay. Gut instinct. Let me is clear there my mind. Anything sexual or a sexual connotation or a euphemism, whatever. Sexual connotation to these foods. Here's your. Well, we need to again. back this up, or is it just like gut reaction? Yes or no? Uh, no. Yeah, gut reaction. Yes or no? If I completely disagree with you, I will All stop. Right. You I got the first kind of a hair trigger down there, though. So, <laughs> chicken salad. No. 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 Okay. Pretzels. Yes. No. Pretzel rods. Yes. yes. <laughs> Anything, any rod, any uh, cucumber rod. Well, cucumber is, I guess, rod. Cucumber shape, is just sort of a rod natively. shape. Okay, cucumber. Yeah. Yes. Jello. Yes. Yes. Jelly. Yes. Yes. Jam. Yes. You're just saying, okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes. I'm just, just, okay. Peanut butter. No. Yes. Huh. Okay, split decision on that. I'm into it. Half and half. No. Are you just looking at. Wait, are like, you saying it's a split decision or the food half and half? <laughs> I, I'm not sure anymore. I want to read some of these uh, answers in, that have been submitted in response to this uh, this Yahoo Nights mystery. Um, because one of them is the greatest and, well, it's the worst thing. It's, it's the worst paragraph ever pinned. Um, less offensive are uh, chocolate ding-dongs, obviously. That's from Vadim S., uh, uh, Olivia says a hostess Twinkie. They are tan-ish and white creamy stuff comes out of them. Oh, uh, UOM uh, says UOM says try a banana or a cumber, which is uh, I guess <laughs> or, or cucumber. How into cumbers do you need to? Hey, eat? let me get some of those cumbers. Um, hey, you got any cumbers over there? Richie just says cream. Sorry, <laughs> what? Cream. <laughs> um, I want to oh, read, Richie. though, 
this new American classic from Spanky Gazpacho DW. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was rated the top answer. It has four thumbs up, zero thumbs down. The asker gave it one out of five stars, though. So it's a bit contentious. Um, it is not the answer that the asker wanted, but it is the answer they deserved. Spanky Gazpacho DW says... <laughs> Say that name just eight more times. <laughs> Spanky Gazpacho DW. That's an answer right there. Yeah, and he was also my favorite little rascal. Spanky Gazpacho DW says... And please just let me get through this. <laughs> Mango is really sexy. Don't cut it up and eat it with a fork, though. You have to let the juice <laughs> drip down your face and onto your naked rack. <laughs> you have to, you have to s- 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 suck on that seed. You know. Share it visually and expressively, <laughs> and then literally. <laughs> nothing, nothing better than a beautiful, sweet mango smeared all over the body uh, and slowly kissed and licked off. <laughs> doing in there spanky not i'm internet i'm researching <laughs> come down for dinner we're having mango for dessert <laughs> oh christ <laughs> <laughs> my boner it went inside i'm sharing it visually and expressively <laughs> and then literally what does that mean spanky gazpacho dw <laughs> Uh, can I just quickly, like, quick sidebar? I did a Google-roo of uh, Spanky Gazpacho. This is a, a unique individual uh, haunting Yahoo Answers. Um, there is a question. The top respo- response for qu- uh, Spanky Gazpacho um, is a question. Uh, does anybody here know someone that is nicknamed Gazpacho? <laughs> well, you, you do now. the top answer, answer is from Spanky Gazpacho. He says, Icy Gazpacho, that is that cold, emotionless, acidic, tomato-based soupy guy, Gazzy, that got all suspended by Yamster on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Obviously a beaten-up individual bruised by years of haunting. Not uh, like a sweet, juicy, dribbling, tropical mango man, smothered with <gasps> affection from caring and giving strangers who have taken him under their wing. A truly one-sided affair for which he is overwhelmingly the person who takes the benefit of others' selflessness. What? What? Wait, is this motherfucker just like uh, like a prophet for mangoes? I think this motherfucker is an artificial intelligence who is Uh very slowly and surprisingly sensually becoming self-aware. Are you telling me right now that... Spanky Gazpacho is create is was created in a laboratory, absolutely in a lab. Okay, I buy it. Is it possible that what the deal is is that Spanky Gazpacho represents everything that's wrong with humanity, and he realizes or she realizes that Mango, that Mango Boy or whatever she they said was the other person is all the good, right? And while they're in a constant lock struggle with their icy nature versus the juicy nature, 
The Spanky Gaspacho also realizes the beauty and wonder that is Mango and wishes they could just be closer to them, but knows that their yin and yang-like structure stops them from ever actually consummating the relationship. That was, Travis, the fucking craziest thing you've ever said. (laughs) We have done this podcast for 240 And and you literally just Mm -hmm. created a goddamn bonkers religion mm-hmm. around some whack Yahoo Answers shit that you just found. I'm just saying that it's easy for us to judge when we don't know the whole story. Okay, I, I'll do, I'll test that theory. You're an insane person. Okay. okay that, you're right, that was easy. I judged you like that. But I, you know, Travis, I was having a dissociative episode while you were talking because I was so unable to process the words coming out of your mouth. Well, this podcast is like is now officially this episode. I thought we had some pretty good stuff. Adam Levine goofs. I'm into it. Now it's the ring. And if you listen to it, you die seven days. <laughs> well, you know because what? What you said was so fucking weird. You know what? It History will prove one of us right and one of us wrong, Justin. Yeah, and one it, of it's, us insane. It's going to prove you right because Justin's going to be fucking dead, and so am I, right. and so is uh, our millions of listeners, unless they get somebody else to listen to our podcast. This but is not guys- me because Mango will have welcomed me into their arms and oh, taken me Christ. away from this gazpachoy planet. With this is, cold and icy human beings. This is great viral marketing, I guess, unless all of our listeners die, in which case it's bad viral marketing. Oh, we have one more money zone uh, from the Mango Council. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening to my brother, my brother, and me. I uh, want to say a huge thanks to Nature Box. You can get your free sampler box of great tasting, wholesome snacks like BBQ kettle kernels. Go to naturebox. Or fuck those. Get some Parmesan garlic pop pops. Well, don't say don't say fuck those about the BBQ kettle kernels. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you should fuck the kettle kernels. You could but. try some mango almond bites, Travis? or some mango fruit chews, or some dried mango, <laughs> or some mango. All all available. At dried mango is not going to give you the kind of juice that you need to to perform <laughs> your fucking sacrament. You're going to have to get the dried mango and then soak it in the holy wine overnight. What's the holy word? I'll, I'll I'll post all the instructions on the Facebook page. This is the go to naturebox.com slash my brother. This isn't even like idiosyncratic and like <laughs> wow, what a weird tangent they went off on. Which is what I think all of our <laughs> listeners sound like apparently in my head. This is like this is like tra- tra- Travis, you are on some like Charles Manson shit right now. <laughs> And I'm, like, wicked uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I don't even think it's funny. I don't think like, it's, it's funny either. Funny. It's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying, yeah. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I, I I, don't even know where these words are coming from. It's like some greater force is just speaking through me. You know what I mean? I just open my mouth, <laughs> oh, and the wisdom comes out. <laughs> so you've been in L.A. for all of, like, three months, and you're already find- founding Scientology, too. <laughs> It's not even founding Scientology, too. It's like he's discovered, like, some fucking... Some fucking curves and angles that are alien to our world. Like, this motherfucker is, like, on some fucking miskatonic shit, like, Arkham Horror, like, <laughs> fucking Cthulhu like another Tongan, color. like, crazy cult shit. Like, he's like a like, new color between orange and yellow it, that's just been there the whole time. It's called Mango. It. You're on some fucking, <laughs> fucking rats in the wall shit, and I'm losing my mind. I will never. <laughs> at the mouth of Mango. That's where you're will- at. We're all teetering on the mouth of Mango right now. <laughs> I, I, I will never stop doing this podcast for for my entire life. As long as all three of us are alive, we'll continue to do this podcast. That's my promise to you. Uh, I wish to God this could be our final episode. 
because <laughs> this would be the best, the craziest finale of a podcast ever. Worse than Seinfeld, hands down, zero stars. Would not recommend F minus. <laughs> I hope this is the episode that somebody gives to a friend that's like, man, you gotta listen to the show. You gotta listen to the show. <laughs> oh, God, I'm safe. Ha, <laughs> 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 get it? Oh, Jesus. Uh, we're doing two live shows. If you're not dead, if you go to MBMBAM Chicago, uh, uh, bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM Chicago, doing a show there on April 5th. Yep. Sawbones, bit.ly forward slash mbmbam or sorry bit.ly forward slash m-i-l-m-b-m-b-a-m uh, and that'll let you get tickets for our show uh, at Turner Hall Ballroom in uh, Milwaukee tickets to that are basically almost sold out like so if you hear this and you want to go like go get tickets right now because they are I mean out of last count where were they they were yeah we have like 10 left low. Um, and we're also doing a show in Minnesota or in Minneapolis, but we're already sold out on that one. But we do need questions for all three shows. So if you're going to be at the shows, send us uh, an email, uh, uh, mbmbam at maximumfun.org, um, and make sure to put in the subject line, like, for Chicago live show, for Minneapolis live show, or for Milwaukee live show. So we make sure to ask the questions at the right ones that you're going to be at. We'll also be taking some audience questions, which if you haven't been to a live show in the past, come with the question ready. Not a bummer. It's got to be happy and an actual question for advice, not something like, uh, you know, uh, why do you think such and such did such and such? We've got a couple of those questions this week, which they're very funny to read. But they're not very actionable as far as advice goes. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters who used for our theme song, It's Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, It is a terrific album. Um, I'm still waiting on that new shit. Someday. Someday we're going to get it. I was listening to it the other night, having a dinner party. My friend's like, cool album. I was like, thanks. I didn't record it, but I purchased it. No, you should just say you recorded it. We've got Max Von Drive. I I am John Roderick. Um... We got Max Fun Drive coming up. It starts the 16th and it runs for two weeks. Max Fun Drive is your opportunity to support all of the amazing Max Fun shows. Um, and it's our chance to give you some of our best content of the year. And if you become a new donor or if you upgrade your donation, you're going to get some really incredible uh, pledge gifts. In the past, there's been things like tote bags and like really cool like Max Fun engraved tumblers and stuff like that. Um, so there's all different levels of donation and all of it helps. Um, and so starting the 16th, running for two weeks, we're going to ask you to really step up and to commit some to some monthly donations. And we'll keep doing awesome shows and entertaining you for the year. So don't miss it. Don't miss it. Just keep an eye on MaximumFun.org for all the details. And and like and growing like we we have been able to grow, not just like th- this show where we've been able to like plan and do live show mini tours and stuff like that but like stuff like the adventure zone and Mm -hmm. and bunker buddies and sawbones like we we have started doing all of that stuff since we joined max fun because we have the like the freedom and the support to do it because of these donations like quite literally like because of the donations like i was able to move here and advance a lot of stuff for all of our podcasts and start a lot of new stuff so like it really does go to support the shows you love. Yeah. 
Um, thank you all. Thank you all very, very Speaking much. Speaking of, go listen to the other Max Fun shows, uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, you already listened to, but check out The Adventure Zone. Did you just is, say My Brother, My Brother and Me? Oh, My Brother, My Brother yeah, and Me? Yeah, uh, Griffin, at this point, I'm doing three Max Fun podcasts. It's always hard to keep track of which show I'm doing at any given time. Um, so Adventure Zone, uh, where we play D&D with our dad. Um, we're going to have some special pledge drive episodes coming up with that bunker buddies that I do, uh, with Andy bolt, where we talk about, uh, survival stuff. Justin does sawbones. I have been on a sawbones, sawbones binge lately. Listen to like eight episodes in the last two days. Uh, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. He does that with his wife, Sydney. It's a, a comedy medical show about like the fucked up history of medicine. It's really amazing. It's Teresa's favorite show on the network. Um, burn. And yeah, Rachel's too, I think. That's cool. So listen to those. Listen to Flophouse. Listen to Throwing Shade. Listen to all the amazing Max Fun shows. Uh, Are we done? Yep. Here. Here's a final Yahoo for you. Don't leave home Hit without me. it. This Yahoo was sent in by level 400,000 Yah Drew Druid Drew Davenport. It's a lot of Drews in there now. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They Something's gone wrong. It says, I'm, I haven't seen this error message before, but I'm highlighting their name to see what the name is and all i'm getting is sorry it appears something's gone wrong yeah something's gone terribly wrong because i'm on yahoo answers fucking professionally <laughs> anyway this mystery user asks my son acts like kramer from seinfeld should i be worried <laughs> my name is justin mcelroy i'm travis mcelroy i'm griffin mcelroy this is my brother my brother and me kiss your dad square on the lips MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam, you can learn to get grants for education. Learn to ride a llama. Print money the old-fashioned way. Force your dog to stop being so rambunctious. Make a souffle that sets and stays set. Mount the heads of your enemies on spikes. Grind your own corrective lenses using just rock salt and diamonds. For all of this and more, drop us a line. Don't wait. Right now. Jordan, Jesse, go. 123 iTunes Street or wherever you download podcasts.